Welcome to the 7th Street Chronicles, a podcast from your Charlotte Firefighters Association, Local 660. Hello and welcome to this election edition of the 7th Street Chronicles. Um, in this forum, this is just for the candidates to talk about themselves. It's not going to be a traditional podcast where we, we go back and forth. Um, this is going to be a chance for them to talk about, you know, their vision, their platform, why they're running, um, tell them about, they're going to tell them about themselves. And, um, you know, I've said it in the other podcast and I'll say it again. I know all these individuals running. And while I'm not going to ask questions today, I'm, pro I'm sure that I'll reach back out to them after and uh, ask them my own questions. And I'm sure too, if you went to them or reached out to them, you know, after this podcast or before, or after the election, they'd be more than happy to talk with you and to, um, you know, answer any questions that you may have. Uh, so with that being said, uh, we have Jordan Hood with us today, and uh, I'm going to let Jordan introduce himself. Uh, he's going to tell you what he's running for, and um, he's going to tell you a little bit about himself. And uh, Jordan, with that said, welcome to the uh, 7th Street Chronicles, and the uh, floor is yours. Thanks, Tom. I, I really appreciate you having me on. Um, so like Tom said, my name is Jordan Hood. I'm currently assigned to Ladder 4 B Shift, and I've been there for uh, January will be two years. Uh, started it in, with the Charlotte Fire Department in November 2018, uh, Class 108. So again, I'm, I'm new to the department, but I've been in the fire service for almost 18 years. Um, Originally had some time in a department just outside the DC area and uh, was fortunate to understand the, uh, how the union operated and worked up there. Um, like I said, currently reside in uh, Concord right now with uh, my wife, Christy and my daughter, Bria. And I have a nine-year-old Maggie who still lives in Pennsylvania with her, uh, with her mom. Um, <clears throat> You know, like I said, a little bit of more background about me, been in the fire service. I don't have the political or the union side experience, so to speak, as a as a candidate, but I've been, you know, very frequent and and whatnot, you know, seeing how the a, a progressive union is ran and operated. So me in a nutshell. All right. Um so why don't you tell everybody, uh, you know, what kind of made you, what made you want to run for this position and uh, maybe a little bit about what your uh, vision would be if uh, you uh, are on the executive board. So, like I said, I, you know, being with a affiliated with another union or another local, um, you know, I saw the positive things that the union did for me. And, I, you know, I rely the union as being more or less an insurance policy. Um, basically in the aspect of hoping that I never need a union, but just in case that if I ever do, the union is there. Now, like I said, I only have four years with the department and I have, you know, 20 plus years left in my career. And I feel that the, the union has always supported me and given me the opportunity to, um, you know, be better not only as a firefighter, but also as a, as a, you know, a husband and a father and giving me the opportunity to benefit from that. Um, 
you know, being able to stay involved with, with, with the community, with different charities and fundraisers, um, and being the best, again, being the best firefighter, you know, and husband that I can be. So that's it. All right. And so, uh, you know, do you have a, like a platform and, you know, if there's some things you want to accomplish, how would, uh, how do you see the union accomplishing your goals? So for me, my main platform is, uh, you know, one taking care of us, meaning, uh, you know, the members of local 660 and whether or not, you know, they are part of the union, but a member in general of the fire department, but not only taking care of us, but also taking care of our retirees. Um, you know, the retirees got us to where we are today. And I think we owe a lot of who we are in 2021 to our retirees. Um, you know, some of the, some of the big ticket items that I've been you know hearing about, and I would like to work on obviously as a COLA, both for retirees and, and the members that are still in the apartment. Um, and, but, you know, the, the biggest one is make amends with the, with the administration. Um, you know, collectively, I think we need to work together with our administration uh, and step in the right direction of being unified to fight for what's right. Um, you know, some of the union members are probably familiar with a program called Fire Ops 101. I've seen the Fire Ops 101 program do wonders for my old local. And I think that that program, so to speak, would justify us getting more raises, more COLAs, better insurance, better insurance for us, for the retirees. Um, you know, let's face it. I, I don't have the year, the exact year. I've heard different years. I don't have the exact year in front of me, but um, you know, when some of the guys retire, they're, they're not going to have insurance or they're going to have, you know, lower health care costs, um, you know, but, you know, a lot of guys are eligible for retirement. And the way I look at it is that I got 20 plus years in the department and I want to make it better for not only for me, but for everybody, but also give thanks and appreciation to the guys that are retiring that are eligible or the guys that are sitting at home right now that have put their time and efforts in. So again, I think the biggest thing for me is men in defense with the administration, um, you know, collectively coming together and fight for what's right for, for those things against the city and then allow a lot of city to see how we operate, what we do on a regular basis through a fire ops one-on-one program, um, you know, our training academy is taxed. I, I think we could all agree that between in-service recruit classes, they're, you know, they're, they're at their ends with, you know, their hands are tied with certain things. But, you know, I look at other unions throughout the state, the, the southeastern part of the country, even the northeastern part of the country, and allowing these unions to bring outside uh, trainings and teachings, whether it's leadership programs or hands-on training, I think is only going to make us better as a department. Um, you know, I use this, this line a lot when I got hired or I went through my chief's interview back in 2017, 2018, you know, at the time I knew Charlotte was a great department and 
I told, I, I don't remember who the chief was, but I told the chief that I wanted to make Charlotte the best department. And I feel that we, we have a lot of work to do, but with the right people in the right spots, we can make Charlotte the best department in the country, if not the world. Um, you know, but it's going to take, it's going to take, a, it's going to take a, a joint effort from the fire ones to the, the fire chief and everybody in between and both sides of the fence. So again, that's kind of where I come from. Um, you know, I, I, I do have some, some other tangible things I'd like to, you know, really work on, especially with the health and safety side of things, the, the peer support program, the mental health um, is a huge, huge, huge uh, push for me. Um, if anybody has any questions about that, I'd be more than happy to discuss that. But uh, just real quick, I spent two months in a facility, the IFF Center of Excellence, um, under my own own time for some things. And I cannot say enough about the facility. And I think we really need to start looking at the, the union and the city really pushing our members. Um, you know, let's face it, mental health, substance abuse is a huge topic right now. And, you know, it's okay to get help. So again, if anybody has any questions, please reach out to me about that. All right. And so as far as our union, what do you think some things that we could do or how, how do you think we could help grow our union? I really think it's key that we start uh, getting into the recruit classes. Um, I know there's some gripe about that. You know, the union shouldn't be in there the first day. They should be waited. We should wait till, you know, after the, the uh, recruits graduate. Um, but I really think we need to get into these recruit classes. Uh, station visits is, is a huge thing. Um, I understand the pandemic. I understand COVID right now. But we need as, as a collective department, as a union need to get out and express the importance of the union. Um, you know, by building loyalty and commitment for, for not only for us, but for our members. Um, and, and given the, the opportunities of the international, and I'm very fortunate that I have a lot of affiliations and a lot of friends that work for the international out of DC. Um, but being able them, you know, being able to get resources from them to deliver the positive message that the union can do for us. So again, I think, you know, by sharing that information, by getting out into the firehouses, by starting at the, at the recruit level to, to grow our organization. Um, you know, like I said, there's a lot of retire, a lot of eligible candidates for retirees or retirement, I should say. But, uh, you know, let's face it, our department is young, you know, and we want to, you know, 20, 25 years, 30 year career from now, we, we want to be very uh, fortunate to have what we have, but it's not going to, it's not going to change without us stepping up as a younger department and setting, you know, stepping down the right path. So. All right. In closing then, man, Jordan, um, anything else you want to say in closing? Any final thoughts? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I'd just like to thank everybody again 
you know, like I said, I, you know, this is very, very new to me. Um, it's something that I, I do hold a lot of value and a lot of compassion is just making our department better. But I also see it from the political standpoint and, you know, all aspects operationally, you know, we got to do better. We got to take care of our own. And, you know, we got we got to mend the fences with the administration so we ca can collectively do do what's right to benefit everybody. Um, you know, and again, you know, never forget where our retirees came from and what they're doing now. So, I mean, those are really the biggest things for me is, uh, you know, doing what's right for everybody. Absolutely. Hey, and um, brothers and sisters, like I told you before, I'm sure if you reached out to um, Jordan with any questions, he'd be happy to answer, answer them. Don't forget the elections are next month. Um, and I can't say this enough, Jordan, I got nothing but um, a huge amount of respect for anybody who's willing to step up and to um, run for a leadership role. It speaks volumes to everybody running and and who they are as individuals. And on a personal note, I say it to everybody running. I, I, it means a lot to me. So thank you. And um, thank you. hey, and with that being said, this that'll end this podcast. Uh, stay safe, stay strong, and stay union. Hey, thanks for listening. We hope you tune in to the next episode. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to stay updated on the next episode. Also, while you're at it, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and make sure you check out our website at www.cffa660.org. Stay strong, stay union.